when people step into more of their belief and more of their persona and they take off the mask of what they've been emulating and others, they actually get more excited about their business. They get excited, more excited about their message. So there's an, you know, increased momentum that happens when they start really showing themselves and their, you know, beliefs. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Heather Remick of Sales Song Studios. Heather, excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Heather so you can hear about some of the awesome things she's been working on. And as the owner of Sales Song Studio, a digital marketing agency, Heather helps service-based businesses with lead generation, sales funnels, copywriting, Facebook and Instagram advertising, digital marketing strategy, and services in order to nurture your audience and scale your business. The goal of her services is to support businesses by increasing revenue, scaling online, creating sales pathways through marketing automation, which provides leads ready to buy and create branding visibility leading to sales. She helps to set a business apart by finding and nurturing ideal clients and create customized marketing automation to position the business as the option, leading these clients to understand the value of your higher end services. Heather, excited again to have you on the show, even more excited about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Absolutely. Well, let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yes, uh, my start was actually pretty unique. Um, so when I very began early on in business, I was, so I was a sophomore in high school and there was a business program inside of my high school that um, I, that kind of, it set itself apart in being one of those um, vocational programs where generally people would go into and they would, you know, be at a lower level service um, provider um, type of uh, positioning in business long term. And um, and I saw it as a great elevation into business, even though I was, you know, I had planned on moving on a larger pathway. So I was able to get into this program and my mentor had connections with local businesses and some of the people inside of the program had an invitation to, you know, um, to start working with these local businesses. So at 16, I landed a job in marketing at a fortune 500. Nice. That's awesome. It was a great starting point. um, And I built on from there. So I stayed with them afterwards and went to another organization as well. So I I had really early on the ability to work in an environment that was much more elevated. There was no one within honestly, eight, 10 years of my age working in that space. So it was a quick learning curve around getting into that corporate environment, you know, dressing for success, having those conversations. And I think it really was a quick elevation for me and moving into that space. Um, So I did that for a while. I actually left corporate. I needed just kind of a shift. And, um, and I studied psychology and biology and I was a medical counselor for a while and oh, cool. did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked with a lot of um, really high level trauma type situations, which honestly has helped me as a marketer so much because it helped me to understand what people do when they're in traumatic situations. So in that, it helps me when, when it comes to messaging and marketing and connecting with people, because I understand people at a baseline level well. 
And then I moved into the online space in 2014. And I've had my agency for several years now. And um, and like you said, we focus on multiple areas of helping businesses grow online. Um, we like to focus on people offering services and knowledge and things like that online. I think that the online community, it has such an opportunity to expand even more. And it really opens up consumers as to, you know, the ability to work with different people with different experience levels across the world rather than just in their local community. Yeah, absolutely. I I, um, I definitely would echo, you know, everything you said. It's like the world has gotten so much smaller, but it's only gotten smaller because you can go all the way across the world sometimes by just hopping in a Zoom or, you know, reaching out to people or with social media. And there's so many different atmosphere, you know, aspects of that. But I absolutely love, love, love that you got your start so young. And I, I always feel like a lot of times we have, you know, certain, you know, tendencies and, you know, of who we are and what we would do. I just love that you got that seed planted and it sounds like you just continue kind of cultivated from there. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is, and this is just spanning throughout life. I mean, if you see an opportunity, go for it. It wasn't, I actually wasn't a good fit for the program. Um, I was, you know, I was in college prep courses. So I was actually told first, no, this isn't for you. Um, but the, per, the person who was teaching, it was also a professor in business at a local college. And I decided that that was a good move. So I created the opportunity for myself. And I think we all have an opportunity to create opportunity around things that are kind of sitting at our doorstep or connections that friends have with other people who could be great fits for us to learn from or work with if we seek that out. So I think it's just stepping outside of our comfort zone for a minute and seeing that there's possibility in these opportunities that are in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. An opportunity to create an opportunity. I absolutely love that. I feel like that should be a bumper sticker or something. But <laughs> when you start to you know have that perspective and see that it's sometimes, you know, you hear the phrase is life is what you make of it. And, and, you know, a lot of times that really rings true because sometimes if we don't see that there is a gap or is there a lane or something like that, it doesn't mean that they can't be created. And sometimes when you have that perspective, that's when really phenomenal things can happen. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I know you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to, to drill down a little bit more and hear how you're working with your clients and how you're you're making that impact so that they can, you know, of course, have people, you know, coming through the, the virtual doors. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're a marketing firm. And so what a lot of what we do is marketing, and that tends to be traditionally more, you know, lead generation, putting together lead magnets, sales processes online, and social media. Um, what we do a little bit differently that honestly I've seen work really well, and it really kind of shifts these businesses quickly, is we work closely with the business owner to t because they're personal brands, right? So they're in front of their audience. And we take a look at not them emulating someone else who's doing well, but what they're best at. If they're best on camera, if they're best on audio, if they, you know, express themselves best in that way, what their personality is kind of like a brand archetype type personality, what that personality is and kind of creating a package around their personality inside of their brand and magnifying them, you know, encouraging them to not be so vanilla, to really step into their beliefs and the people that they are moving forward and share the content that they feel you know, is appropriate for them. But there's just such, there's a much deeper level of personality that most businesses can express when they're online. And what it does is it, it does push away some people as it's supposed to. And I don't want anyone to be afraid of that because it brings the people who want you in their life closer in. A lot of people think that they're selling services and to some extent they are, but they're selling the opportunity for people who want to be with them to be a part of their space. 
Yeah, that makes so much sense. And and I, I know you touched on this kind of being like an aspect of your 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 secret sauce, which is the thing I I say, you know, sets you sets you apart and makes you unique. But I almost feel like you have this ability to to understand that humanistic standpoint. I, I don't know if it's the psychology and the biology and having that experience has definitely, you know, allowed you to dial into that. But to be able to understand that there might be the fear, there might be the apprehension to be able to kind of take those steps. Once you understand, then you take the steps and then you're able to kind of take things to another level with all the work that you know you and your team do absolutely yeah and it, it is important i mean we're all human people right we all right. have fears and we have concerns and all that so you know it, it, taking that into account and making sure you know that, that that's that's addressed absolutely but in the same respect when people step into more of their belief and more of their persona and they take off the mask of what they've been emulating and others they actually get more excited about their business they get excited more excited about their message so there's an you know, increased momentum that happens when they start really showing themselves and their, you know, beliefs. And they can choose. I mean, if they don't want to talk about politics, they don't have to. If they don't want to talk about their personal, you know, family life, they don't have to. There are plenty of other aspects of their beliefs in the life and the things that they place as being important that they can talk about that brings their, you know, their audience home. Like, um, you know, I have a business owner. He's in health or I'm, I'm sorry, he's in finance, but he talks about how important it is that health and fitness is in his life and how it empowers him to be better for his family and in finance and just for himself as well. So he'll talk about that here and there, but it brings in the people who also see that value proposition in life in general. Um, and I think it's just a neat dichotomy around, you know, us being whole people that have other things going on in life than the service we're offering. Nice, nice, nice. Well, absolutely appreciate that. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I have to say, in the end, it's it's about hiring in the right people. So when we we have a hiring process um, inside of my agency, and I have I have to say too, I have team members who've been with me since the very beginning. I mean, a lot of team members have been with me for years. So um, so part of it is taking care of them, and part of it is bringing in the right people, right? So we take a look at personality, if they're going to be client facing or not, the connection around, you know, the persona that we've created inside of the brand. And if they express that to the clients, they're not client facing and they're working within the team. That's different. Um, we'll put together, you know, roles, responsibilities, those types of things, um, requirements that they need to know beforehand. So it's that rote data. But, um, but we also do a personality test as well to kind of get a feeling around where their strengths and weaknesses are and make sure we have the right person who has that right natural personality for the job moving forward. And that's done really well when it comes to the hiring process. And then truly just take care of your team, you know, check in with them every quarter and say, is there anything that you're doing that you absolutely hate that you feel yourself procrastinating on? If there is, we can see if we can move it over to someone else who enjoys it on team so that you're doing what you love and they're doing what they love. Sometimes those little check-ins mean the world. And my team is dispersed. We're remote. We always have been. Um, so it's not, you know, putting out the snacks at, you know, and coffee and all that. At, um, we don't have that in-person approach. So those are the ways that I can take care of my people. Um, obviously, you know, think of them when it comes to they have a big life event, you know, send a gift if they have a baby, just be a part of it. And then also a lot of people are concerned about dollar per hour and it's important, right? But what happens is, is that if you have someone who's been on your team a long time, they may be so much quicker. They may have doubled their speed 
and quality in what they're doing for you. Don't be afraid to pay them more. And it may seem like a lot dollar per hour versus what they started at. But if they're giving you better quality things quicker, we want to give them double that value per hour to keep them on and have them feel appreciated. It's it's a it's an easy exchange of services, but taking a look at, you know, the quality they're bringing in and how quick it is and making sure that we're adjusting for pay based on that and not doing this, you know, just five, 7% increase because that's what we were taught. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that family aspect. Once you have that, you know, that culture and that, that environment, then it really thinks helps things to kind of take off so well. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite business client, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. As a marketing agency, it's um, get your ducks in a row before you start, like you give things to team and start building. Um, team, when, when they're putting things together, there are two things they need. They need a scope of what's happening, even if it's not what they're specifically doing. Even if it's a graphic designer, they still need to get, get an idea as to how what they're doing is going to fit into the grand scope of things. So give them the opportunity to see it as a bigger entity and they'll feel like they're a part of something bigger. And, um, and when you start a project, try to limit the amount of changes that you make within it um, because it just throws off the dynamics. So getting a really good solid strategy before you build, do any sort of a marketing build out. Um, and then you let your team roll with it or you know even yourself, even if you have a checklist and you're DIYing it, you can roll with it without having to go back and say, okay, I made this change. How does it impact the six other things that I've already completed. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, it matters when it comes to everything feeling like it flows and is consistent because with marketing, I mean, we're putting our voice into words. We're putting our voice onto sales pages. And if it doesn't feel consistent and all the messaging is on point, people are going to disengage. They're going to feel like it's not genuine. It's not put together. Um, so yeah, that consistency works um, best by far. Awesome. 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 Well, absolutely appreciate that. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And our goal is to hopefully have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Heather, what does being a CEO mean to you? I mean, personally, it's freedom. Um, but professionally, I think it's impact. Um, when I'm a, as a CEO, I have I'm a leader, but I also, so I have the, like we talked about the, the ability to positively, positively impact my team, but I also have it's kind of threefold. I've got my team, I've got the clients that I'm working with, but it's their customers as well. So the breadth of what I can do, that that's actually why I started my agency. When I was a counselor, I loved what I did, but I knew that I wanted to impact more people than I was. So in marketing, I work with phenomenal people who are doing offering great services to good people. So I can expand the reach of what I'm doing so much more broadly. Um, so for me, it's just, I mean, the momentum around the expansion of people that that I can help serve is so much more than if I were an employee again. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Love it. Love it. So Heather, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Um, the way to reach me is it's very simple. It's at salessong.com. Um, that is my business. We, I created the idea around, I mean, obviously I'm helping people with sales, but song is voice song is their message. And that's what I've always, um, had an ideology around. I talked with you about that too, but, um, 
but that's where things start. The connection begins. Um, so it is, it's, it's expressing your voice and making sure that you are heard in your own unique way. Yes, absolutely. I would definitely, you know, echo that. And so of course, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. So you can get a hold of Heather and her team. Appreciate you taking time out today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much, Gresham. I appreciate the time as well. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.